I don't know. I'm not too familiar with which plants you're killing when you're eating. <laughs> but yeah, there's a death. There is a definitely a death. Like 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 autumn definitely does feel like the the season of death, whereas spring feels like the season of rebirth. Um, so there's no denying it. But it's also a beautiful time, and there's something kind of you know, especially for people that are into like spooky stuff. Oh, I want to talk about horror movies this this week too because it's Halloween season. Um, and the, the listeners of this show have, have been traditionally really good at recommending, um, some good spooky horror movies. And let me just say off the bat, like, I don't, I want, um, like kind of, I like kind of weird, like sort of slightly, um, bizarre horror movies, like not crazy. I don't like campy horror movies so much, although I've enjoyed some of them, but like examples being, um, I loved uh, Midsommar. I thought that was like one of the craziest weird horror movies. And that other one that that same director did that was even like freakier where the kid sticks their head out the car window and it, and um, gets like lopped off by a, a, a telephone pole. Um, what was that movie called? Heredity. Heredity. Yeah. Um, and then the listeners of this show suggested um, It Follows, which I found to be extremely spooky and weird, uh, like that suggestion, and Cabin in the Woods, I think, too. So if you, um, if you uh, have any um, suggestions, text them in to 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Put that number in your phone. I, we're on for the next out. We're on another 90 minutes, okay? And I, I love it when people text in. No text. Our, our motto is no text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. Not to suggest that whatever you're going to text is stupid, but I just mean don't hesitate to text. There's nothing. Your texts are always welcome. The stupider, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay. Uh, so uh, J-Hop says, oh, we were talking about the song Nib by Black Sabbath. said, I've read that it that it was nativity in black. That isn't that what? Yeah, but I've also read that Geezer has denied it. That Geezer is Geezer Butler, the bass player for Black Sabbath. I think I heard that too. That he said something like, "It's just we just thought it was funny." I think I read a quote where he was like, "It's just nib. We just thought it was funny to call it nib." Um, I think they like to keep the mystique by not confirming what it was supposed to stand for. Yeah, there's a funny quote from Geezer Butler now that I think about it where I think he just, someone is trying to get him to say what nib stands for and he just says it's nib. We just thought it was funny. Um, okay, uh, a text. Um, okay, someone says Portland has a texting style? Question mark. Well, there's a texter called Portland who has a texting style, not the city itself. I wouldn't, Portland maybe does have a texting style, but I'm not sure I could identify it. Um, so, um, uh, that's what I meant by that. That was a good question though. The, the, the texter calls themselves Portland. That's what I meant. Um, okay. This, uh, person says, uh, wait, oh, it's, <laughs> I, I, I did, I wasn't quite sure who it was, but I'll just read the text. It says, hello there. I am a very attractive female from, <laughs> from Lake, is it Lake Oswego? Uh, um, uh, named Tina, and I was just texting to say I sure do. I sure do hope Deep Dish Donnie texts in tonight. He is hilarious and makes love like a sensual Rottweiler. 
Uh, that was a classic deep dish Donnie text, except that I think he did it like with voice to text. So luckily I recognized because what it said was, I'm a very attractive female from Lake Us and then period, then we go. And I figured out that us, we, like three separate words, us, we go. Um, uh, that's a funny first line. Hello, I'm a very, hello there. I'm a very attractive female from Lake Oswego. <laughs> uh, shout out to Lake Oswego. Anybody listening from the lake, <laughs> the lake area? Um, doubtful, doubtful. Although it wasn't, doesn't, uh, uh, Jules does, does a show out in Lake Oswego. Um, okay, uh, this is, um, this is Pizza Johnny. Uh, texting in. He says, things that only grow for one season and you have to replant them are called annuals. And then things that will grow back year after year, like blueberries and raspberries, are perennials. And then he said, tulips are perennials. Okay, well, let's see. This is, I, I, last week, was it last week that, um, Pizza Johnny and Ms. Pizza Johnny, uh, taught me the, um, the meaning of, uh, what was it called? That um, that type of slicer. What was it? It was a word that now I've forgotten. But the funny thing is that it's all over my Amazon feed. It was a certain kind of slicer that was spelled. It was. Oh well, she. They taught me the the name. Now I've forgotten the word. Is it called a polygram or something? A word. Two words that sound the same but mean different things. Um, that was what we were talking about. Um, what was the kind of slicer? Um, okay, uh, then someone texted in and said, love an apple bobbing contest, <laughs> but with your butt. <laughs> Suck that red fruit up and drop in a bucket. <laughs> um, could you really do that? Could you have an apple bobbing contest, but with your butt? I, I will say that I don't think I could pick up an apple with my butt. I wish I could. I wish I had that kind of ass that I could do that i think that there are people that could pick up an apple that's a that's a good idea you know if you were looking for some sexy games to play around <laughs> the fall time but i mean i wouldn't eat the apples <laughs> or the or the water where they're bobbing in after that contest um okay uh the this this texture um says uh um, hereditary, hereditary. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, that, I was I was trying to remember that movie. That's a, that's a really spooky, weird movie. If anyone has any suggestions about movies in that vein, like I I like to watch like some spooky movies around Halloween, and um, I don't I don't think I have any. Um, I like the movie. Uh, I liked Get Out a lot. I thought that was good. I thought Us was pretty good. Had some spooky imagery. Um, um, but, uh, but you know, it, I was, I didn't think it was as good as get out. Um, okay. This is a texter. Um, uh, wait, what does this say? Lair. Oh, lair of the wild worm. Just saw it at Clinton street theater. It, wait, is that the, uh, is that a, um, a black Sabbath documentary? Oh no, that's, oh no. You were just saying that's, Oh, that's a scary movie called Lair of the Wild Worm. It's pl- is it playing right now? I'm going to Google it. Okay, sorry. Sometimes I get texts and I don't I I don't know what um they're referring to like uh because here's the thing. The the um the 
I, I'm on a 30 second delay, so I'm like 30 seconds in the future. So I get a text about something that I said 30 seconds ago, and often I for, I'm like, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to. Okay, I'm looking at it's a 1988 horror film starring Hugh Grant and Ken Russell. Huh. Okay, it's good. Um, I'm interested. Lair of the white the the wait Lair of the white worm or Lair of the wild worm. It said. I think I misread your text. I'm going to go back. It says white worm. Okay. I, it said, but your text did say wild worm, just in my defense. Okay. Um, but then the same person, the reason I was confused and thought it was a Black Sabbath documentary was the same person said, Geezer Butler said Nib was a nickname for Bill, Wer- <laughs> Bill Ward's goatee at the time, a.k.a. his chin. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Bill Ward is the drummer for Black Sabbath. Um I heard they kind of picked on Bill, like Geezer and Tony did. Because um, Bill Ward quit Black Sabbath for a while, and then he joined again. Um, okay, good text. Thank you for that. Uh, um, I, I like being able to sort of uh, crowdsource my, my rock and roll trivia questions. Okay, uh, listen, we're getting lots of texts. I, re- I love when people text in. So uh, please keep them coming. And also, if for some reason something you've, you've texted... I don't read it for a while. It's possible I miss it because of the way the text, the text kind of do a strange recycling thing. Like if you send a text and then, um, and then I, and then I haven't read it and then you send another text before I've read it, it goes back to the, it, to the end of the queue. So, um, sometimes I miss certain things. And anyways, I'm just saying, feel free to double send your text. I, I won't be offended. And I never like don't read a text unless it's like, too dirty and I can't figure out how to read it clean or something. Um, okay. Uh, hot dog. Oh, hot dog. Good to hear from you. Um, hot dog says, uh, Horagon is a good movie. Is it a horror movie set in Oregon? I should say Horrigan. I don't know why I read it gone. Like people who, who don't know how to say the name of our state. It's just something about the way it was written. Horrigan. Horrigan is a good movie. Okay. Um, uh, I've never heard of it. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to Google that one too. Uh, okay. Uh, um, this is, um, oh, Portland is texting in and said, LOL. Yes. Weird texter plus dyslexia coupled by ADHD. My pronoun is queen or anything respectable. I date whom I like, but dudes are indeed in the whom I like. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, and then, um, uh, Portland says, so check this out. This guy I met in a dating app, his hobbies include low-budget horror film producers. Wait, <laughs> wait, what is that? He, uh, he's a producer of low-budget horror films? That's cool. Um, I'm always curious how the dating apps go. You know, like, I feel like it, I feel like the dating apps are great for casual hookups. Like, we've been talking about this for the past few weeks on this show. Like, it seems like they'd be a very, like, good way to arrange, like, hookups because it's just, like, it's kind of efficient and everything. Um, but, like, actual relationships, I think, are more of a challenge. Like, we've had a texter who was texting in about that, and we were giving mostly bad advice, too. <laughs> but if you have any questions about, like, you know, dating advice, I'm happy to, to throw them out to the listeners who can... Some, some, some people have some very good advice, very useful advice. So, you know, if you just want, if you have a question about, uh, dating or any, or anything about, uh, you know, romance and, or drugs, 
<laughs> or basketball, text it into this show. I will do my best to answer it, but I will also open it up to the the wise minds of the listeners here. Okay. Um, oh, Mandolin Slicer. That's the name of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> homophone. Okay. Um, Pizza Johnny is, uh, is what do I call it? A poly, polygon or something? <laughs> uh, home, homophone is a word that sounds the same, but it has two different meanings. Um, and can be spelled differently. It's, there's mandolin slicer is a type of slicer that, that people slice their fingers off with a lot. Um, it slices fruit and, and various things. And, uh, there's also the instrument, the mandolin. Uh, okay. Uh, someone says, my virgin ears. What do you mean, your virgin ears? Did I say something? Uh, uh, I don't know what that means, my virgin ears. Explain. Did I did I forget? Did I? What were you referring to? Um, okay. Uh, the text. Oh, electromagnetic. Good to hear from you. Uh, sorry, Art. I really can't listen to the show tonight because I'm way, way. This is like written with multiple A's and Y's. Way too busy listening to archive shows of sex, drugs, and basketball. I'm trying to catch up from the beginning. Hopefully, I'll catch you live next week. That's really funny. Are you? I mean. Uh, okay. I don't know if that's a joke or not, but um, but that's cool. We, you can, I should say, like if you want to listen to old episodes of this show, it's on the go to the X Ray. Get the X Ray FM app is the is a good way to listen to it on your phone. But the, you just go to the page for our show, and they the archives go pretty far back. Um, I do want it with that in mind. Actually, I do want to say, um, I if you go into the archives, um, one of my favorite like uh eras for the show was when i was doing um prank phone calls live on the show and um i've i started uh just like the other day i was i was walking i was kind of bored and i started calling like doing prank phone calls <laughs> on my phone and i recorded um one of them and so i'm gonna play that uh phone call uh i called the guy back and got permission <laughs> but after i did the prank um, so I'll play that during a break if, uh, if anyone wants to, uh, hear me, one of my prank phone calls. It was, I'd, I'd give it like, a like a B, you know, it was, it was pretty funny. Like it wasn't my best work, but it was pretty good. Um, okay. Lair, uh, someone said, uh, oh, what about North Dakota? Oh, that's right. Because, uh, um, oh, this, this is Jay hops. I was asking about North Dakota. Yeah. I've been, since I was on the show last week, I was in North Dakota. I went to North Dakota. That was really, actually, really fun and fascinating. Um, it's kind of hard to get there, and um, uh, but when I got there, uh, it was beautiful. The weather was nice. Uh, everyone was really friendly. Um, they didn't talk the way they do in the movie Fargo. I didn't meet that many people that talk like that. But um, and then the other thing was I watched the movie Fargo, and most of Fargo takes place in Minnesota, actually. Like Fargo is right on the river between, uh, like you can just walk, like I walked from my hotel across to Minnesota and that was the most interesting part actually was I went there and there was a, uh, a Viking ship that these people in the town of Moorhead, Minnesota had built. Um, and because there's a lot of like Norwegians who live in, in Minnesota and North Dakota and they built a Viking ship in the seventies like uh like a replica of a viking ship and a bunch of guys like got in it and they like like towed it up the river and sailed from new york city 
uh, to Norway in this Viking ship, and and uh, and it was, and then they brought it back to Minnesota for some reason. So I, that was the like really interesting thing I saw there. Um, okay, yeah. Anything else you want to know about North Dakota? I'll tell you. Um, uh, uh, this is um, <laughs> it says hello, hello there. My name is John McMahon from Tigard, Oregon. I'm as alpha as it gets, but even I will make love to this deep dish Donnie. What a guy. <laughs> um, deep dish Donnie. I think we did a rerun of the show where deep dish Donnie came in. Uh, we, I played it a, a couple weeks ago as a rerun. Um, he, I've met deep dish Donnie in person. He's uh he's, he's a very charming guy. Uh, uh, okay. Um, Ms. Pizza Johnny says, I used to be able to pick up dollars with my butt cheeks. I don't think I could pick up an apple. Yeah. That, that would, you would have to have like a, like a really like pretty curvaceous protruding butt to be able to pick up an apple. Maybe like a small apple. <laughs> I definitely couldn't pick up an apple with my butt. Maybe if I just sat on it <laughs> and it just like went partially up my butt, then I could like stand up and it would be still with me. But, uh, I couldn't bob it. Like the, the, the real test is whether like, if you bobbed it, you put them like, and it put it in a in a pool of water. Could you grab an apple? That would be a really hard thing to do. Um, I'd like to see that. Um, okay. Uh, uh, nope is pretty scary. Someone texted. Uh, directed by Jordan Peele as well. I will say uh, I I'll see anything Jordan Peele makes. I thought Get Out and Us were good. I wasn't that into Nope. I didn't. I didn't. It had a couple moments that were like, he's good at that weird imagery, but it just didn't grab me. It, it didn't, the logic wasn't as, as like, uh, you know, I, I like when there's like a logic to the horror, you know, like it's, I like it when it's weird and everything, but I, I want it to make some kind of logical sense. Um, so, uh, I didn't really get what was going on in Nope. Um, uh, okay. Uh, another text said, um, uh, oh, the, the, the lair of the white worm is is cool, funny, and sexy, uh, based on an old Bran Stoker story. Is Bran Stoker the one that wrote Dracula? I think so. Um, okay, uh, another text. We've gotten some a lot of text tonight. I really appreciate it. Keep them coming. Text me at nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Anything you want to text is is great by me. We've been talking about. The, uh, the fall, the autumn, uh, traditions, um, and, uh, and bobbing apples with your butt. Uh, can you do it? Um, scary movies. We're getting, taking scary movie recommendations. Um, okay, uh, uh, this texter, oh, is this the texter from Nebraska? We, what, what do we, what do we call you? Uh, Nebraska, like, are we just calling you Nebraska? I feel like we have a name. Anyways, uh, hey, and uh, uh, she says, hey, thanks, person, for asking what that song was. Slugs? I forgot already. Yes, it was called Slugs by, um, uh, <laughs> what is the name of the band? Slow Pulp. Slow Pulp is the name of the band. Um, uh, uh, I think I've texted this before, but you need to post the songs you play. Get on that, Arthur. I should do that. I do, I mean, it's, it's available, um, it's available if you, uh, go on the, on the app. Like, I, cause I usually do. I don't always do that. Uh, you're right. I'll, I'll be, I'll be better about it. Um, good, good observation. Okay. 
Uh, picking up apples with your ass, someone texted. Oh, that's my, vir- the virgin ears is related to picking up. <laughs> well, if that, if that is shocking to you, I bet we can outdo that because this is an adult theme show. I think I said that at the top of the hour, but just in case you've tuned in later, uh, we like to talk about adult themes on this show. And, uh, so, uh, if you don't like, you know, adult discussions of sex and drugs, um, uh, I, I would encourage you to stick around. We're, it's good natured, you know. But if you have if you have um, young children or virgin ears, I think that person was kidding, anyways. Um, okay, uh, then. Um, oh, this is uh, Portland. Is uh, Portland is telling us about uh, um, uh, their their experience um, on the dating apps, uh, and uh, she met a um, low budget horror film producer. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he's a professional producer. And then she says, uh, the good part about the app was that, uh, it's a place outside of one's isolation. Oh yeah. Um, that it was that it's a place outside of, yeah. Well, if you feel isolated, uh, you should, I definitely, you know, I'm a big proponent of getting out and meeting people in person. I really think this modern age of ours, we spend too much time, uh, isolated and and relating to computers like i like spending time by myself like there's there's nothing wrong with doing that but i really like to also go out and socialize and and meet people i like meeting new people i think it's it's fun it's yeah and so those apps you're right portland it's good to get out of your get outside of one's isolation i think it helps keep us kind of sane honestly like i think like people go a little bit crazy if they just hang out by themselves all the time um Okay, uh, uh, this is Portland says, uh, I didn't meet this guy in person though. The apps are made to be a huck. Uh, I've only been texting and we've talked once in the last two months. I like him. However, he keeps distant and all of the red flags that I've read about dating apps, we both do. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to meet. We're going to meet because he lives in another state. Oh, I, LOL, I don't know if we're going to meet because he lives in another state. Um, well, I've been talking like this, this like very hip party has been forming in the back porch here. I don't know who they are. Maybe we'll, t- maybe we'll talk to them. It's, they, they look kind of interesting. Um, okay, uh, uh, hello there. This is Deep Dish Donnie. My ears were burning over the radio wave, so I decided to text in. Sorry, I am late to the show. But I just came from a truth-telling contest uh, two towns over. <laughs> would you guess I want? Go- would you guess I won gold? No, I don't think you did because I don't think you're telling the truth. I know that those other two texts were sent by you. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Apple Insider. Uh, this is this is like a joke that uh, Pizza Johnny sent. Uh, we always like jokes, by the way. If you have any good jokes that you want to, uh, text, I need, I've been, I'm searching for new jokes. I, uh, I need more. So, uh, text them to 971-220-5979. Um, I told, I told, <laughs> when I was in North Dakota, I got to telling, um, some jokes like <laughs> I, cause I, I don't know. It was, we, there was, we were showing a movie, uh, to a bunch of it was a bunch of teachers and librarians because it was a movie about um, book restrictions and uh, 
So afterwards, I was talking to this group of teachers from North Dakota, and they were talking about sex education in school. And they've they they been talking about it for a while, and it just reminded me, like, I, I had recently heard this uh, sex education joke, which I've said on the show before, but I'll repeat it just in case anyone hasn't heard it. Um, so I was like, hey, speaking of sex education, I heard this joke. I thought it was pretty good. And this is the joke I told. I said, so there's this teacher, and he wants to... Um, teach his high school students uh, sex ed. And so he walks in and he says, okay, class, today we're going to uh, learn how to um, properly uh, put on a condom. And uh, to demonstrate that, I, uh, I brought this banana because I find it difficult to get an erection on an empty stomach. <laughs> That's the joke. Um, and I told it, and like two-thirds of the people thought it was funny and laughed and like really laughed and then i would say that no yeah two-thirds but then the other third were like why did he just tell that joke like is this person insane <laughs> um like i don't think it was like a north dakota joke um and then it stopped me from telling the other joke that i had heard on this radio like a listener texted in this joke which is another joke that i've been telling that i think is funny is What's the difference between a boner and a Camaro? And then the, the person you ask says, I don't know. What is the difference? And then you say, I don't have a Camaro. <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say that joke. I think that joke is funny in the right circumstance. Uh, okay. Anyways, Pizza Johnny's joke was apple insider. Like it's apple insider, like apple cider, but then the, the meaning is like I think apple insider. Like you sit on the apple and it goes up your <laughs> up your butt. Uh, okay. Um, all right. This is uh, Nebraska texting in and says, um, "Oh, this is on the subject of online dating." Says, "Oh man, my best friend has been online dating for like a year and a half at least. It's interesting, especially if you're not in a big city and everyone is connected to someone you know somehow." And yeah. Some people wanting actual relationships and others who are just casually dating and don't realize they're not uh, over their divorce yet. <laughs> over their divorce yet. Uh, and don't realize they're over... They're, oh, sorry. Let me, let me say... So it's... And yeah, some people wanting actual relationships and others who are just casually dating and don't realize they're not over their divorce yet. <laughs> Um, there's probably a lot of guys like that on there or, or women. So I don't know why I'm thinking guys, but, uh, yeah, I think there's probably a lot of recent divorcees on, on, on dating apps. Um, uh, okay. Uh, the Sandlot, someone is suggesting the Sandlot is a spooky movie. Really? Uh, I don't know that movie. I got to look it up. I'm going to look it up during the break. Um, I feel like the Sandlot is like a, a, like a feel-good uh, baseball movie or something. Are you, is that, are you joking with me? Or is that really a spooky movie? Um, uh, okay. Uh, this is uh, uh, Jay Hops texting about horror movies. Says, Tusk gave me legit, gave me the legit willies. That is rare for a movie to make me react like that one did. Oh, I don't think I've heard of Tusk. Uh, so unlike Kevin Smith to make something like that. One of Justin Long's strongest performances creeped me the hell out. Interesting. Justin Long and Tusk and and Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith is usually comedy, I think. Okay. 
I'll um I'll check it out. I'll I'll uh Tusk. I'm gonna look that one up too during the break, which I'm gonna take soon. Um uh uh oh yeah, I think I'm ready to take a break. Okay, thank you to everyone who has been texting in. We love your texts. Keep them coming. Nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. That's nine seven one two two zero five nine seven nine. Um let's see. Uh who else? There's so many. There's so many bands that are playing in town this week. Uh, let's. Uh, um, okay. Let's. Let me play this one. Uh, Zepparella is playing in town. Uh, that is uh, uh, all female uh, Led Zeppelin cover band. Uh, so you gotta. You gotta love that. Um, they are playing. Um, where did I? Uh, they're playing at Mississippi Studios um, on tomorrow night. Zepparella. I heard maybe that it sold out, but you can always, you know, if you really want to go, you can get a ticket, I bet. Um, so this is them, uh, doing a cover of, um, When the Levy Breaks, uh, one of my favorite Led Zeppelin songs.
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Spielman Bagels and Coffee. Opened by Rick Spielman and his son Raf, Spielman has been serving handmade boiled and baked bagels and coffee since 2011. Their flagship store can be found on Southeast 21st and Division, or find one of their other shops on Northwest 23rd and Lovejoy, Northeast 22nd and Broadway, or in Multnomah Village. Hello, hello, hello! We are back with sex, drugs, and basketball. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at one hundred seven point one and ninety one point one FM, streaming online everywhere at X-Ray FM, as well as broadcasting on the coast. Nahalem Wheeler, Manzanita, Rockaway, we love you, Coastal Oregon, at ninety one point seven. This show is called Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you are listening on October the twelfth, two thousand and twenty-three, welcome to a live broadcast. That's right. Not only that, we're broadcasting live from the beautiful back porch of the Slingshot Lounge. There's some kind of 
gathering going on, like it, like there's a table full of uh, hip, lovely looking people <laughs> out here. I don't know. It seems like some sort of uh, organized gathering. Maybe it's just a group of friends. They, but it's like over. It's anyways. You might be able to hear them in the background. They're like, "Why is this guy sitting in the corner talking into a microphone?" I might try to get one of them to come over and say hello and I can find out. There was a show that we did um, a couple weeks back where there was like a ballet school that was having an event here. And and I, we were doing the show. And I was like, who are those people? And I said they looked like they were ballerinas, but that seemed like just like a weird stoner observation. But they were actually ballerinas. We had them come over and they were actually from a ballet school. Um, okay. Uh, we let me get to your text and please keep the text coming. If you want to join the conversation, please do. You are highly encouraged to text whatever you would like, especially if it has anything to do with the subjects of sex, drugs, or basketball. Um, we're soliciting jokes. We're soliciting horror movies because tis the season. Uh, if you have horror movie recommendations, we're all ears, especially weird horror. We want weird horror movies. Um, okay, uh, this is Nebraska texting and said someone, uh, Nebraska texts from Nebraska, by the way, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, are you listening to this show in Nebraska? Um, and she says, someone was making me laugh out loud last week, likely Denver Dan, yeah, he's funny, uh, but what the heck was he saying? I want to remember, it was funny, uh, then three exclamation points, uh, he was Denver Dan. I think I know because he was, he made me laugh last week. Um, last week, as I had touched on earlier in the show, last week I was doing the show from a, uh, a, a, a hotel off the highway and, um, and De- Denver Dan really did crack me up. Um, we were giving advice. He was giving advice on <laughs> how to initiate a, like a workplace, like he, this, someone had texted in and said they had a client that they were interested in, like starting in a relationship with. In fact, if that listener is listening, tell us what's up. How's it going? I hope that our advice was like, uh, if not helpful, at least not offensive to you, um, because it was so bad. But, uh, Denver Dan <laughs> was giving, he was giving like lines. I think he said something. I'll, I can look, let me, I'll, I'll look back on his, uh, on the text, I'll have to. It'll take me a second. Just give me a minute here. Um, if I go back into the archives, I can. I think I can find. Yeah, uh, he was saying because um, it did crack me up. It was advice on um, on what to say. Like if you want, so, on, so this person wanted to move. Like their client, they have a client, and they were interested in. Moving, they, he didn't explain what a client was, so it was some sort of work relationship, and he wanted to move it into a romantic relationship. And then <laughs> these were Denver Dan's lines that he was saying that you should say. <laughs> the first one was, I think we should delve deeper into this issue. <laughs> um, and then he said, then he was like, we should look horizontally across all issues in your portfolio. <laughs> this was the best one, though. Let's get together and find what markets... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get together and find what markets you want to penetrate. <laughs> That's <laughs> so <laughs> you say that to your client. You're like, I think we should get together and find out find what markets you want to penetrate. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, uh, 
That was Denver Dan. That's that's my long answer for your question, Nebraska. Um, keep them coming. Um, oh, and then Nebraska also asked me to which joke do you, you wanted me to repeat the joke, the boner joke or the sex education joke? I'm happy to repeat jokes, but uh, um, oh, uh, deep dish Donnie's. Uh, uh, hello there, deep. Hello there, deep deep. Hello there, deep. This sunny here. I have a joke. Okay, uh, what is the difference between a Camaro and a boner? <laughs> The answer is, please come back, Bradford. I don't understand why you don't sleep over anymore. I'm scared and lonely, and I can change. I've never slept over. I've never even been to Deep Dish Donnie's house, so he's just playing a joke there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, this is another joke someone texted in. Joke. A well-aged man gone to the doctor to get a prescription of Viagra. The doctor asked, why? The man replied, because I'm tired of pissing on my feet. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Not bad. Um, uh, oh, that was Portland telling the joke. I mean, that's a silly reason to get Viagra. Um, okay. Uh, um, this is, uh, oh, this is, um, this, so, I, by the way, during the break, I looked up the scary movies that were recommended. One person said Horagon, which I thought was a movie, but as far as I could tell, when I when I googled that word, I got there was something to do with a X-ray FM radio show. So maybe that that's a radio show. I don't know. I I was a little confused, but I I wasn't convinced that there was a movie called Horagon. Am I am I wrong about that? Um, okay, and then someone says. Highly recommend uh, Barbarian as a Justin Long horror movie. He's been in more than. Is this a joke? Are you because this is the person who said I also looked up The Sandlot and that it's not a horror movie. <laughs> That's like a feel good kids movie. <laughs> it's funny that it's funny that you called it spooky. Um, but uh, Barbarian, I'm not sure if that's. But uh, see, so yeah, I think you're kidding now. Although Barbarian sounds more, you know what movie I really did love. I th- I just think was like a classic of the whatever the genre is the original Conan the Barbarian movie with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I had this memory of that. Okay, I'll never forget it. Is I was I was a kid when that movie came out. I think I was maybe twelve years old, and. Um, I went to that movie with a friend. Like we used to, I lived in New York City at the time. And what we used to do is we would go to the movie theater and we would find an adult to buy us a ticket to the R-rated movie because our parents, I guess, didn't want to, our parents would have bought us a ticket, I think, and let us in. But for some reason, that was how we were doing it. And we did. We got an adult to buy us a ticket to go see the new Conan the Barbarian movie. And we sat down. The theater was totally packed. This is in New York City. And this long-haired dude comes and sits right in front of us. And right as soon as the lights go down for the movie, he just lights up this huge spliff. Like, you could smoke in movie theaters, I guess, then. You could... It wasn't... Weed was not legal in New York City, but it wasn't... Like, I was kind of surprised, but he just smoked the entire joint in the movie theater. Just sat there casually puffing away and i was only 12 years old i'd never been high in my life but i think maybe i even got like a little bit of a i could definitely smell it 
And I remember thinking, like, wow, this is like this guy's really getting high for this movie. And that movie, Conan the Barbarian, is like an incredible journey of a movie. It's just epic. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is amazing. And it's very violent and brutal, but it's like actually like a really great movie. And um, I'll never forget this guy, this like heavy metal, long haired New York guy smoking his joint uh, in the seat in front of me in the movie theater. And, uh, you know, later, many years later, I, I, uh, I smoked weed and watched movies myself. But never, I've never done that in a movie theater, just sat down in a movie theater and smoked a joint. Shocking. Uh, but awesome, but awesome. I thought it was cool. Um, uh, okay. Uh, um, this is, oh, and... Ms. Ms. Pizza Johnny asked if I got a knish. That's right. Last week we were talking about knishes. I never got a knish. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I woke up. I had to get up um, really early in the morning. I actually had quite a journey after I, after I spoke to all of you because I had to get up really early in the morning, um, head up to New England, and then I had to fly uh, to, to uh, North Dakota. I, um, it was just a lot. I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have time to go search out a knish. I'll do it another time. When I'm in New York City is when I should get it. Um, but I, well, I like the discussion about it. I just didn't have time. Uh, okay. Um, deep dish here. Horagon was the name of the porno, the pornography that we shot. <laughs> he was, he's pronouncing it Horagon as in like the, the, uh, you know, whore word. Um, <laughs> not horror. Um, okay. Uh, uh, the, then, the, oh, someone is saying, um, uh, is saying, wait, what are you saying here? Um, they're not kidding. Barbarian is so good. Oh, that is a horror movie? Barbarian. Okay. Um, uh, um, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I, uh, I'll look it up during the break. Um, okay. Um, uh, oh, the person who sent the Tusk text said, uh, shoot, I missed you reading the Tusk text. Um, okay. Well, I did look up. I was going to actually, I was, I meant to, I'm glad you reminded me about the Tusk text. So this person texted in about, uh, a movie called Tusk by, uh, by Kevin Smith. And I looked it up during the break and Justin Long is in it. Um, and uh that looked that was the most intriguing of the movies that was recommended um i was like cuz it's a 2014 i guess they they it the um the thing i was reading about it during the break said it it was um it it was like sort of a comedy horror and sort of messes with the genre a little bit so i'm interested in that movie uh and uh so i uh, i tusk might be one of my halloween horror movies that i check out um, but keep them coming. Keep, I'm still looking for recommendations. Um, uh, uh, that's what I said about the Tusk text pretty much. I w- I, I, and also it was just kind of interesting that Kevin Smith made a horror movie. Um, but I can see Kevin Smith being into horror. Um, okay. Uh, someone said, I'm the guy asking for dating advice. I tune in every week. Love your show. Oh, are you the one that was asking, um, uh, about the, the, um, the dating advice about uh uh with the client 
<laughs> I reread Denver Dan's advice. Did you do you have any updates for us? Like did has anything have you has anything moved forward with this client? Have you decided that you do want to move it into the romantic realm or are you more interested in keeping it a business relationship? I'm I we want it, we want to know. We want to know what's going on. Um uh Okay, and, and, uh, okay, I'll, I'll check out the Barbarian movie, um, during the break, um, which I'm about to take. Uh, Deep Dish texted and says, Deep Dish here, damn it, why don't you love me? <laughs> uh, um, uh, um, <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's not that I don't like you, I just, I've, I've only met you once. Mm. Okay, uh, oh, Nebraska texted in and says, "Oh, the prank call. That's what was got got me. I think uh, nonsense. My favorite, but Denver Dan. Oh, it was the prank call that that uh, that was that was making you laugh. Yeah, I played a uh, Longmont Potion Castle prank call um, last week. I love Longmont Potion Castle. That reminds me. Maybe I'll play my prank call actually right now um, because so Longmont Potion Castle is I love." prank calls i just think they're they're funny and i love making them i think it's like such a fun way to sort of pass the time if you're bored and uh with your friends and and um so longmont potion castle is i think my favorite of the genre uh he he records um prank phone calls he's done like 19 albums there look him up on youtube I, I was playing one of his prank calls last week where he called a veterinarian several times <laughs> he said he was calling a veterinarian and saying that a bird that he had a snake that had swallowed a bird and he needed help <laughs> getting it out and but he's really good at doing it another thing that he does is he likes calling people up and telling him that he has the delivery for them and he what his thing is that he says it's a cod delivery and they have to give him a credit card number and i'm i'm afraid to do that because i feel like there's some legal like problem but he has he just keeps the best thing about him is he just keeps calling back and he's he's relentless but so this is me i'm sort of copying his form but i i've been when i want to do a prank phone call what i do is i call people and i tell them that um I'm uh, a delivery service and I have a live seafood delivery for them. <laughs> and um so I did one I did one that was really good but I and and uh this woman was like really like upset. She was like, "What? See live seafood?" And I told her I had um I had like 400 pounds of squid that were <laughs> that I needed to deliver to her house and she and she hung up on me and I was like, "Oh, I should have recorded that." And so then this was the next one. I got uh, um uh, this is the next one I did, and so I'll just play this this phone call. Um, there's like a little bit of a break because he goes he goes to check with the manager of the store, um, but uh, we'll, I'll just play it uh, in its entirety. Uh, Lawrence. Hi, uh, this is Fred Rand with uh, DHL Delivery. We have a uh, live seafood delivery. I need to make sure someone is there to sign for the package. When is that happening? Uh, this afternoon. No, it's or, uh, some, Yeah, it's uh, it's live seafood, so we can't just leave it uh, uh, at the residence or business. Um, is this for Bogopa, the supermarket? These are. Uh, these are. It says uh, live squid, and uh, also shrimp. Live shrimp. 
so you need some sort of refrigeration. Do you have a tank or something to put it in? They 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 gave you my phone number. Uh, I'm just with DHL Delivery. So these are living creatures. So are you able to uh, uh, hold keep on them alive? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me find out. Okay. Uh, let me patch you in with somebody. Hold on. Hold on. So uh, at this point, he goes to like go check with his manager. Um, <laughs> he's coming back in a minute. Um, he couldn't get the manager, but you'll see. You'll. You'll get to the. I should have edited this the call, because um, <laughs> there's this like dead air here. But uh, he's just checking with his ma- manager. Here he comes. I think he's coming. Or he was checking with the business next door because he thought I was. Ch- yeah, he he didn't pick up. So I I believe this what? is for the supermarket. When. When do you plan on making this delivery for the live squid? Uh, <clears throat> between 4 and 6 p.m. Today. Uh, we have live squid. There also, uh, it looks like there's a live dolphin as a well. Live. Uh, yeah, living dolphin in the, in route, en route. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, That's why we need the signature. Are you able to uh, accept responsibility for this packaging here? Uh, no, I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not. Live dolphin. That sounds so interesting. Um, yeah, well, we could just leave it with you, and you could maybe pass it on to whoever needs it. Yeah. I don't know too many people that need live dolphins. Oh, boy, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm, I don't think uh, you got the right number here. You know this is a construction site, right? Do you do you use dolphins in your construction? Shrimp? Squid? No. Um, no, no. Are they union, the dolphins? I don't know. I I guess I, if we'll just uh, if the dolphin's not a card carrying member, I, I I just can't use them. I don't have any work for them. Um. Okay. What about? I I just you know again you know I like you know they have some sort of union card. I can't take them on the job site, but. Yeah, it's so you got my phone number by accident. So uh, I know I'm making fun right now. Oh. You got my phone. Okay, all right. This is a. Concern. All right, thank you very much. All right. I I understand. We'll we'll uh, bring the dolphin by uh, <laughs> in a few hours. All right, it'll be ready to work. All right. all right. Do you have a small business in Portland that you want people to know about? Okay, uh, there you go. That was. <laughs> That was my prank phone call that I made this this week. Um, uh, so you know, it, 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 I, I I think it went pretty well. I was listening to it. Um, I thought there were I I I liked when he he seemed to believe me for a, sh- a little bit at first. Like he he like when I said that I had a dolphin that I was delivering, I felt like he believed me for a brief moment, and then he was like, "This guy's 
just playing a prank. And then he was he was a good sport about it. Um, okay, uh, well, uh, keep the text coming, uh, 971-220-5979. Um, oh, uh, I got a request to repeat the sex ed joke that I told. I'm always happy to repeat jokes. Uh, okay, so there's a teacher, and uh, he's teaching a high school class, and um, he uh, he's teaching a high school class, and he said, okay, class, today we're going to do uh, sex education. And today I'm would like to uh, teach you how to uh, properly put a condom on. And to do that, I brought this banana. And he pulls out a banana and he says, I brought this banana because I find it hard to get an erection on an empty stomach. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, uh, okay, uh, we got a text that says... Um, Oh, this is the person uh, who was who was asking for dating advice, and uh, I think it was the client, but uh, said um, they're both photographers. Okay, he's interested in a photographer, and he says I haven't seen her since the show. I recently found out we're both from the same city. Oh, well, that's that's a good, uh, especially if that city's not nearby. That's that's a nice thing to have in com in common. Um, well, it seems like it's moving slowly, but maybe that's good. You know, um, would would love to hear any updates you have on your, on your, uh, on your love life. (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, um, this, oh, it's someone sent in a text with a emoji of a dolphin and then I think a phone and a laughing. So they're, they're, I think referring to the prank phone call I made. I I uh, I love sharing prank phone calls. I'm I might. The, I think my idea was that I was going to record. I was going to record prank phone calls, and then um, I would just have to get their permission afterwards. So then, the, I should have recorded the phone call when I called them back because that was actually kind of fun too. It's like I called them back and I was like, "Hey, uh, uh, you probably know this, but that was a prank phone call." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, I did." And I said, um, "I'm just wondering if I could have your permission to um, use the." Use it, use it on the air, and he said, "Yes, you may." You're so funny. That was. Um, I don't know if he's listening. Actually, I told him what I was listening. So, uh, Paul, if you're listening, uh, thanks for letting me do the prank phone call. Um, all right. Uh, if you've just tuned in, this is uh, it, this is we're doing a show uh, on October twelfth, two thousand twenty-three. This show is called Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. We're with you for another half an hour until eleven p.m. West Coast time. Um, we we do have listeners in other time zones, so so shout out to any Hawaiians who are still like in the middle of their day, or uh, or the other people on the east who are like staying up late to to hang out with us. Nebraska, I don't know if you're still with us. Denver, Dan. Um, okay. Uh, um, uh, this is uh, the the. <laughs> Oh, Nebraska says, Arthur, you were laughing. You suck. <laughs> you, uh, you didn't let your daughters hear that, did you? They will make fun of you forever. Wait, so did I... Wait, was I laughing too hard when I told the joke so that it didn't... You couldn't hear... You didn't understand the joke? I'm not that... For a guy who loves jokes, I'm not very good at delivering them, I have to say. Like, I I wish I was better at delivering jokes, but I like a good joke delivery is... is if I practice it a lot, I can get it right. Um, 
but there, I've, there's certain jokes that really depend on the delivery and, and, uh, some people are better than others, you know? Um, okay. Well, uh, let me take a quick break. Uh, we, we'd love to play music that is bands who are playing in town this week. Um, there's a lot of fun bands who are playing in town this week. Um, let's go, um, let's go. Okay. Uh, let me look at my Google doc about who's playing in town. Um, let let us play. Okay. Well, Wilco is playing in town. You got to honor Wilco, right? They're playing at Keller Auditorium, that fancy place um out uh and they're playing on Monday night, October 16th. Um so Wilco's uh, my favorite Wilco I I really love this album that Wilco did with Billy Bragg. They um they found a bunch of Woody Guthrie songs that he had written, but he, he'd written the lyrics, but he hadn't written the music for. And so Billy Bragg and Wilco, uh, put music to them. I think it's called Mermaid Avenue, which is the name of the avenue that Woody Guthrie lived on. Um, and this is, uh, way over yonder in the minor key. I lived in a place called Overski And I had a little girl in a hollow tree I said, little girl, it's plain to see Ain't nobody that can sing like me Ain't nobody that can sing like me She said, it's hard for me to see how one little boy got so ugly Yes, my little girly, that might be But there ain't nobody that can sing like me Ain't nobody that can sing like me Way over yonder in the minor key Way over yonder in the minor key there ain't nobody that can sing like me We walked down by the Buckeye Creek To see the frog eat the goggle ivy To hear that west wind whistle to the east There ain't nobody that can sing like me Ain't nobody that can sing like me Oh, my little girly, will you let me see? Way over yonder where the wind blows free. Nobody can see in our hollow tree. And there ain't nobody that can sing like me. Ain't nobody that can sing like me. Way over yonder in the minor key. Way over yonder in the minor key. There ain't nobody that can sing like me Her mama cut a switch from a cherry tree And laid 
down to she and me They stung lots worse than a hive of bees But there ain't nobody that could sing like me Ain't nobody that could sing like me Now I've walked a long, long ways Still look back to my tanglewood days I've led lots of girls since then to stray Saying ain't nobody that can sing like me Ain't nobody that can sing like me Way over yonder in the minor key Way over yonder in the minor key Ain't nobody that can sing like me Way over yonder in the minor key Way over yonder in the minor key Ain't nobody that can sing like me Ain't nobody that can sing like me X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Hello, 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 we are back. This is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you're listening on October 12th, 2023, welcome to a live broadcast. Yes, that means that you and me and this radio broadcast are in the same time zone experience. And it means that you please should text the show. Do not be shy. We've, we've got about 20 minutes left in the show. Plenty of time for you to compose the stupidest text you've ever sent in your whole life uh, and text me, make me laugh, make dozens of other people potentially listening to this show laugh. I'm always curious just what people are doing when they're listening to this show, especially as it gets later at night. Are you driving around? Are you, you're, there's, there's probably most of the people listening to this show aren't really paying attention to it. They're just kind of got it on the background um, and they, like maybe you just like having a voice going on in the background or um, you're sort of half listening to it. You're like looking at your phone, texting your friends, looking at social media, watching something, maybe watching sports, something like that. But you just just like move move over to the text section of your phone and text this number, 971-220-5979. Just tell me what you're doing, where you are. What's going on on this on this beautiful Thursday night? It's actually like kind of busy here at the Slingshot Lounge. I, that's where I am. I'm at the Slingshot Lounge. Uh, there's a lot of people here. Um, I've had a few people come say hello, but I'm actually just sitting by myself in the corner um, with uh, people sort of wondering what's going on. Um, I think somebody was here to observe me doing the show, but I'm not actually even sure. Of that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, okay. Uh, Somebody said, hey, Arthur, I know where you got your shoes. That is an interesting text. You know where I got my shoes? 
Wait, did you see? Uh, did you see like a picture of my shoes on, um, like on the on our Instagram account? We do have a. I that does remind me that this radio show has an Instagram and Facebook account that uh, you please follow it. Uh, we uh, we are always happy to have more followers. I think at this point. We've we've gotten up to like 420. We we recently had our 420th follower, but uh, would love to to get up, you know, get into the 450 range. Maybe dream someday of having 500 people <laughs> following the show. Um, but but really, I do I do uh, strive to put entertaining stuff on the Instagram, and I always. Although this week uh, I was pretty late to do it, uh, I always post whether I'm going to be at the Slingshot Lounge. Uh, and, uh, so that's a way to, um, you know, that's a way to, uh, know where the, where the, um, where the show's going to be. Like if you're interested in coming and say, saying hello. Okay. That was a joke. The person said, Oh God, I was totally sucked in. So the joke was, Hey Arthur, I know where you got your shoes. And then I was like, I don't know. Like, how do you know where I got my shoes? And the answer was, and the answer is on your feet. On your feet. Uh, good joke. <laughs> I know where you got your shoes. I might try that one. Um, the funny thing is, like, I, I hear jokes all the time, but for some reason I can't remember them all, you know? Like, I, I'm always like, especially when I hear a good one, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. I got to remember that joke. And then a, half the time I don't remember it. I forget the joke. Um, so uh, uh, I, I, wish I, I wish I knew, I wish I could remember but, uh, um, okay, uh, oh, the person, oh, Nebraska was saying that the prank caller could hear me laughing. Yeah, I just cracked up at the end of the prank phone call. Because um, I, I could tell that he kind of knew that I was making a prank phone call, so I just la- I, I laughed. You know, that's part of the, when I used to make prank phone calls as a kid, like, the hardest part was just not laughing. Like, it's really, like, good, like, really good prank phone call people that, like, that you can't laugh or, like, it kind of ruins the, you know, ruins the thing. But he, he, I think he was on to me at that point. Um, I was laughing because then I was asking, I was asking him if he, if he, like, hired, uh, dolphins to work for his construction company and, and then, uh, and then I was, I was laughing because I, then I went and asked him if he hired the, if he could use the shrimp or the, the squid. Um, I just don't think he thought I was for real at that point. Um, okay. Uh, we got a text. It says my grandfather's name was Arthur. Yeah. Arthur is like sort of my great grandfather's name was Arthur. That's who I was named after. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of an old man's name. Um, and then this texter says, do you happen to love raccoons? Uh, and then there's a picture of three raccoon emojis. I mean, I think raccoons are pretty cool. I would not say like, I love raccoons. Are you saying that your grandfather was like a big raccoon fan? I remember for some reason I had a pet raccoon when I was a kid. I don't know why I did because I, I I hear that you're not supposed to have raccoons as pet, but I called him rackers was his name. I, I live, this is why when I was a kid, I lived in Maine, uh, when I was younger. And, um, I just remember having Rackers the raccoon. I don't know why we had this raccoon. I remember him sort of like petting him and being like, Oh, Racker is my raccoon. 
But he dis- they, he, I only had him for a very short time. I think he, they, <laughs> I, I should ask my parents, why did I have a pet raccoon at one point? I have no idea. Um, okay. Um, uh, hello there. Deep Dish Donnie here. Uh, hey, hey, Bradford, can you believe they are still together after all the crap they've been through? Dot, dot, dot. Your butt cheeks. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good. So you just, you like, so that's what you, you just say to someone, you go, hey, can you believe they're still together after all the crap they've been through? And then someone's like, who, what? And you say, your butt cheeks. That's a good one. It's kind of like the shoes joke. Um, okay, electromagnetics and a long text. Let me read it here. Um, uh, said, because uh, electromagnetic had earlier said they weren't listening to the show. But now uh, it says, Art, I know I said earlier I couldn't listen to the show because I was listening to past archive shows of sex, drugs, and basketball. But I realized I could multitask and listen to an old archive show and tonight's live show at the same time. <laughs> so I'm doing that. I'm spooked, though. What if I text the past show instead of tonight's live show? Would that change the past? I don't want to find out. I turned you into a werewolf and made a full moon or made full moons happen every night or anything weird like that. Yeah, it does kind of mess with the time and space continuum. Because if you texted an earlier show right now, I would get it during this show. And I would be all confused. It would just meld together the past and the future. <laughs> That's what would happen. Uh, but I do always feel bad. I'm always like, <clears throat> I'm always like, why? Like when, when I do a, when I run a rerun of the show, I feel bad when people text the old, the, re- the old rerun of the show. They're like, why? Like I can see on the thing that people are texting in and I wasn't responding. Like, um, that's why I should say this is, this show is from October 12th, 2023. So if you're listening to it on a different date, it's a rerun. Um, Okay, uh, this is someone uh, texted in, uh, check out this song, great Halloween song. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, it's about raccoons. Is that why you were saying it to me? It's kind of spooky, isn't it? It's called Raccoons in the Night. All right, I'm going to just talk over it if you don't mind. Um, it's by a band from Bellingham called the the Reds. Oh, it's this it's this Texter's band. Okay, uh, had to change the name because the original Reds who made music for Michael Mann's Miami Vice served a cease and desist order. Okay, let's listen.
Okay, that's uh, I, I like it. The Red Three is the name of this band. Uh, I hope you won't be offended if I talk over this part of the song. Um, this was a texter sending in raccoons, the raccoons at night. Um, uh, a Bellingham band. They oh, and they they had to change their name to the Red Three because. Another band called The Red served them a cease and desist. Uh, just to have our music up online at Reverb Nation, the name of the band had to be changed to The Red Three. Okay. That's a good band, though. Good name, The Red Three. Okay, we got a text that says, Just flew back from NYC, your old buddy Chicken Fried Fishing. Uh, good to hear from you, gr- Chicken Fried Fishing. Uh, it's been a while. Chicken Fried Fishing, do you still do the YouTube show of- Chicken Fried Fishing. It's a good name. Uh, great Scary Movie, says Chicken Fried Fishing, is called Assault on Precinct 13. Oh, might look that up. Raccoons at Night. Um, it's a good, it's a Raccoons in the Night. Interesting. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up Assault. Assault on Precinct 13. Um, you know what movie I loved was District 9, was that what it was called? The, that one about the... Wow, this movie was made in 1978. Wow, Assault on Precinct 13. It looks kind of campy to me. It's, a, it's it's an American action thriller film directed and scored and edited by John Carpenter. Okay, John Carpenter, He's the he did... Um, I mean, didn't he do the Halloween movies? Is he... The, is he He's famous. He did. Uh, he's done a lot. He did this movie, The Fog, that I remember seeing. I used to be really into horror movies when I was when I was younger. Um, okay, might check it out. Carpenter was approached by producer Jay Stein Kaplan to make a low budget exploitation film for under a hundred thousand uh, dollars, on the condition that Carpenter would have total con- creative control. Uh, okay, was this? Did he make this before? In 1976, was he famous already or or not? Um, that party that I was referring to is breaking up now. I wonder if I... I never really found out. They kind of stuck to themselves. I never really got a chance to figure out what was going on. It seems like it was like a, a, a party for some sort of event. Like maybe someone was going out of town and was like, Hey, let's all get together before I go out of town. Something like that. And... The guys are all wearing like wool plaid shirts. There's there's three of them wearing wool plaid. Four of them wearing wool plaid shirts. Maybe it's a maybe they're lumberjacks. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at them to see if I can get I can like pull one of them over and ask them. If one of them walks by, I'm going to ask like what was going on at that party. Like what was the story? What's the deal? Because we've only got whoa wait it's getting late. We've only got a few more minutes left in the show. Oh no, we've we've got 10 minutes. We can still pull it off. Um okay, uh um oh, John Carpenter also made The Thing. Is that true? Uh or is this a different different movie? Uh, another person texted and said Assault on Precinct 13 is fantastic. The remake is pretty decent too. So, wait, did did John Carpenter make Assault on Precinct 13 before he became like a famous horror movie director or um, like this was the, like, or what did he make it while he, when he was a big deal? Um, uh, 
Pizza Johnny texted and said, I'm going to, hey, excuse me, can I ask you a question? What, um, what, what was, so I was looking at that gathering you guys were having. What, how come you guys were getting together? Do you mind answering on? Um, we're in a, uh, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> All right, we're, we're in a writing group with uh, Chuck Polinick, and we get together every Thursday night. Do you know who he is? The guy that wrote, like, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, so we, we get together every Thursday night and uh, work on uh, short stories and things together, and afterwards we come hang out at one of a few different bars and just have some drinks and yeah. Oh, I was wondering, I was trying to guess. There's a lot of guys in wool shirts, so I thought, or like flannel shirts, so I was wondering what the, what the deal. It's just a Pacific Northwest thing. <laughs> so wait, were you just meeting with Chuck Pollen? how do you say his name? Polinick. Yeah. You were just meeting with him? Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, and so what kind of, what kind of, you write fiction? Yeah, I do, and, and poetry, but mostly right now I'm working on like short stories, fiction. Very cool. Well, it's good to meet you. What's your name? Josh Gaines. Okay, we'll look for your work. Uh, is it, have you published anything? Um, yeah, not a ton. Mostly poems, but I got a few short stories out there. Oh, uh, yeah. um, do you guys usually come to the Slingshot Lounge, or this is like a, this? It's one of a few different places we end up at. Okay. Very cool. Well, my name is Arthur Bradford, and this is a radio show for uh, X-Ray FM. Cool. Nice to meet you, Arthur. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, I got to the bottom of it. Uh, they were, it's a writing group, of course. Of course it's a writing group. That just makes sense. Uh, I knew there was some sort of formality to it. I could tell. I could tell. That guy didn't even know, he didn't even know that uh, I'm a writer too. <laughs> I used to do that. I used to go, I used to like go in writing groups and stuff. Um, uh, okay, uh, um, the, this person said that, uh, assault on precinct 13, um, is, was John Carpenter's first film. Okay. Now this is a good, this is a good suggestion. Now I feel like I'm getting a, getting some good, uh, film recommendations here. Uh, um, uh, who, oh, oh, this is, oh, the person from the red three said, thanks Arthur. Uh, that's so, uh, that, that so good to hear it coming through the fm again much love brother felt oh that felt so good yeah i thought it was i thought the song was good by the way raccoons in the night uh um and then uh uh john carpenter the emperor of horror my all-time number one favorite is the thing yeah maybe i should watch the thing because i feel i don't actually remember like now i gotta i gotta look up what are the john carpenter movies because John Howard Carpenter is like, I mean, he's still alive, right? Um, I'm looking for like his, his filmography here. Um, he's made a lot of movies. It's taking me a while to get, okay. Uh, Halloween, of course, The Fog, Escape from New York, Christine. Wow, he made Big Trouble in Little China. Okay, They Live. I don't remember that one. Uh, uh, it's interesting. Wait, it it doesn't. Oh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen was his second film. Uh, his first film was called Dark Star. I don't know. I don't know much about that. Um, it's a 1974 science fiction comedy film. Interesting. Uh, all right. Well, now, um, now, 
so and then after he made Assault on Precinct 13, then he made Halloween. And then he made The Fog. I remember seeing The Fog in the movie theaters and I didn't realize he made Escape from New York and then The Thing. Okay. He's sort of like a science fiction guy. He also made Christine, which I think was based on a Stephen King novel, and then Starman. I don't know Starman. Um, okay, cool. Well, now now I've now I've done my John Carpenter work. Um, uh, 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 this is someone texting and saying John Carpenter was not famous before Halloween. Uh, that was in 1978. Assault on Precinct 13 was his second movie. This person knew exactly what I just had to look up to find out. Uh, I just happened to watch a documentary about making Halloween last night. Yeah, he's a classic filmmaker, um, John Carpenter. Um, uh, Pizza Johnny says, uh, um, uh, wait, he said, I'm going to get a cease and desist for making an art car that is Cartman's hot dogs in. I promise you won't get a cease and desist. I know the, I know the creators. I know, I, I know the source. Um, uh, you know, Cartman's hot dog stand is based on a real hot dog stand in Colorado that went out of business and they were, uh, thinking of buying it them, but they were like so sick of, uh, Casa Bonita. This is the, the South Park creators, uh, that they were like, we can't take on another restaurant. <laughs> um, and then Pizza Johnny says crossover, Ron Howard Car- Carpenter. <laughs> That's like uh, Ron Howard Carpenter. That's funny. I feel like it has to. It has to be like. Um, wait, there's people coming in with a dog now. It's really getting exciting here at the Slingshot Lounge. Um, I can't tell if they're with the writing group or not, but it's funny that it is a writing group. Um, okay. Well, thank you for uh, for all your texts uh, and. Keep them coming. The dog's like growling over in the corner. I don't know if you can hear him. Um, I'm like tempted to ask these people to to come over and and explain their dog. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> um, okay. Well, we've only got a few minutes left in the show. Uh, there's a growling dog on the back porch of uh, the Slingshot Lounge. Uh, this has been a really fun show. Thank you to everyone who has texted in. Um, and uh, I'll be back again next week. Um, and uh, please do go. The, our Instagram page is Sex, Drugs, Basketball, all one word. Uh, just, um, just give us a follow, and uh, and we would we would greatly appreciate it. Um, and uh, I believe that it is. Savage Beats that is coming up next uh, on X-Ray FM. Uh, Stay tuned for Savage Beats. Excellent show. Um, And uh, next week is our fun fun drive. Uh, So get your checkbooks ready. Uh, We need to raise money for X-Ray FM and I want Sex, Drugs, and Basketball to represent. Um, uh, We got a a text under the wire. It says, Hi, you should have said you were a writer. But that would feel that would feel weird. Be like, do you know who I am? I know that's how I felt. I was like, I am a writer. But these kids don't care about that. I haven't published anything in years. <laughs> um, uh, it was Chuck Palahniuk's 
writing group, though. Funny. So Portland. Okay. See you next week on Sex, Drugs, and Basketball.